Hello and welcome to the Independent Music Podcast, ten of the best new songs every week, hosted by me, Anthony Chalmers, and me, Gareth May.
Big fan of that, Gus. Yeah, hello. Welcome to the Independent Music Podcast. Uh, we are back and fit enough-ish to go back into the game uh, after last week's ridiculous monstrosity. Gaz's body's gone. My mind's gone. Together, we have one hole for this podcast. <laughs> uh, but which hole, you <laughs> will not know. <laughs> Uh, the, we opened with the really bonkers sounds, which sort of uh, describes how my head has been the last couple of weeks, of uh, Laurence Ledeux. He is a Belgian producer based in Brussels. Uh, the track is called Tronth. 424 uh, Tape Number 2. It's uh, taken from an album called Host, released through Vlek Records, a Belgian um, uh, techno and electronic music um, label. And yeah, it's really, really good. He uh, released a couple of records that I've had uh, back in 2014. Americ de Tapol is the other amazing producer on Vlek that I own a record from. says here as well that he had a soundtrack LP that I wasn't aware of on Hiven Discs, which was a label I wasn't aware of. I was saying to Gaz off, uh, off mic that uh, Hiven Discs is the record label of amazing uh, Spanish DJ John Talibo. Um It's definitely him. It might be him and a friend. But uh, Hidden Discs released all sorts of excellent music. I've been to uh, at least one uh, showcase of theirs at Corsica and uh, danced a lot. Yeah, so one to have a bit more investigation into. Um, yeah, the album, so it's uh, Lawrence Will Do It, it's called Host, and it has, it's a bit all over the place in a good way, in the way that we do like on this podcast, in terms of it mixes a lot of different genres. I thought um, it reminded me a little bit of Luke Eargoggle. Remember yeah, him? yeah, man, yeah. Scandinavian electronics of modular producer. Seems not about him. You bought me, you bought me a record of Luke Ear goggles back when we used to buy each other vinyl. I did, yeah. That was a so nice from, time. Red, red. Oh, that was a nice time. Yeah, it's a, it's uh, a simpler time. Not like this year where we did uh, uh, Secret Santa and no one bought anyone anything. Yeah. Actually, I, I think you'll find I bought my Secret Santa. Did a gift. you? I and did. then no one else did. You're the only good person amongst us. I am, but everyone it, else is a dreadful rubbish. It did happen. Especially me. It did help that. I my... had gas and I didn't get did it. Did you? Oh, <laughs> I, I fortunately had my girlfriend and there was one present that I wanted to get her, but it didn't fit within the Christmas budget, um, like the limit that we'd set ourselves for buying Christmas presents for I each other. I told you that when we were really drunk somewhere. What? I thought I'd already told you that I had you. No. Really? You were always... you at my party on November, uh, December the 30th? Yes. I think I told you that night. Oh, man, I was... <laughs> I'm nearly certain, like, at two or three in the morning that night or before you left, I told you that. Yeah, your party at uh, Corsica Studios, which we... It, it is fair to say that I don't remember yeah. a great Rock deal Rocking Room 1, Techno and Nudity in Room 2. All right, we've been waffling... That was, that was just me, anyway, the nudity. <laughs> we've been waffling along quite a bit, but we have new music from Oneida. Fantastic US band. This is all in due time.
stop staring at that press photo. Yeah, we're playing that off NPR, and uh, so the track's called All In Good Time, and the album's called Romance. And if you search for it, it features a magnificent press shot of uh, two of the members sort of arm wrestling a dilapidated bar in a shed. Um, and it, Oneida are about like a, a very much the sort of band of brothers sort of approach to uh, being in a group, and really lovely people and a magnificent camaraderie that comes with the band and it shows in the press photo and it's not them standing moody in front of a brick wall no this is it was it circle that had the magnificent press shot a year or two ago the one that was on the cover of wire magazine yeah uh yes when a circle on the cover of wire magazine six months ago it was beautiful (laughs) Yeah, a stunning, stunning thing. (laughs) Headlining Raw Power this year. They are indeed headlining Raw Power in May, so something to look forward to there. They on the Sunday. They are indeed. So I will miss them yet again. Did you miss them last time as well? I I, I, I always miss. You just don't like spandex. That's it. I really love spandex. (laughs) I think you know me well enough (laughs) to know. I think the audience here knows you well enough that they know you love spandex. Yeah, man. It's uh, I've just got it on under my jeans into into your mind. (laughs) Always wearing (laughs) spandex. uh, speaking of the Wire magazine, actually, I picked up a copy, the latest copy of it. So for those of you outside the UK, Wire is a, a UK-based uh, alternative experimental music magazine. And yeah, they did a great feature with uh, Miles Opland and Jay Glass Dubs, uh, out-of-bocker versions. Obviously. Is that uh, the recent issue with Shabaka on the cover? Exactly. Okay, cool. See, see, look at you, like feeding me my lines. So the cover, st- the cover story was about Shabaka Hutchins. It's a really fascinating interview and really interesting read. So I urge you to go pick it up. And he, in it, he was uh, essentially promoting this album uh, called We Out Here. It's uh, going to come out in a few weeks on Brownswood Records. It is essentially, the, in the piece, he's talking about uh, the jazz movement in London specifically that's been going on for the last few years. So loads of great artists that we featured on here and labels and many more besides that we haven't featured yet, probably. And he was talking about how if you are part of that sort of scene or movement or any of those sorts of uh, horrible words, you want it to sort of be captured that that thing has happened or that thing is happening and so you have those compilations so Jatarian Dubbers volume two is a great example of this of a proper scene in terms of like or a genre of music and that compilation yeah. perfectly captures that, that, moment. that moment in time exactly it's just like this is where it was you know 2009 or whenever Jatari Dubbers part two came out something like that wasn't it actually reissued it like repressed it a few weeks ago oh really Bizarrely. my yes. copy of that's so battered <laughs> I'll get a new one so I can just have it on the shelf there's like not there's th- like paper wafer thin because I DJ'd it so hard yeah it's, uh, <laughs> so they um so Brownswood are putting out this compilation called uh, We Out Here, which is uh, nine original tracks. It has people like Moses Boyd on it, who we definitely played on this show. And it has Shabaka himself on it, unsurprisingly. And this is a new track from him. It's called Black Skin, Black Masks. It's Shabaka Hutchins. Thank you. 
magnificent that was, Gareth. Some beautiful clarinet action there. Great drumming too. Yeah, Shabaka Bloomin Hutchins, uh, Black Skin, Black Masks, uh, taken from the compilation We Out Here, released through Brownswood, out this week, 9th of February. And yeah, like I say, loads of good uh, stuff on that compilation. Ezra Collective, Moses Boyd, and a few other people as well. And yeah, it's perfect timing, I think, as well. Shabaka Hutchins, if you're not aware of him but if you're a regular listener you probably are uh, sons of kemet comet is coming shabaka and the ancestors is the one i'm missing melt yourself down he was was in them was when i first booked uh melt yourself down he was in the first two, first two shows i did i think he hasn't played with them in a while though so yeah so lots of great bands he supported just solo for my first ever show i did with colin stetson which is like 2014 13 now or something like that as well yeah it was quite interesting so in this uh feature in the wire he was talking about being the experience of being a bit older than most people in this scene as I well. reckon he's still probably barely 30, though. Yeah, but... <laughs> yeah, he's, like, yeah he's, he's still a pretty young man. Yeah, the uh, the youth put <laughs> in that jazz scene is yeah. unbelievable. And some of the music coming out, as you know, we've played on the show a few times, is exceptional. And the quality is sky high. And there wouldn't be anyone other than Brownswood who would really yeah. put that out. I think they're in classic form, though, not to put a negative thing on it, that now this scene has got popular and popular with some magnificent music, there is some absolute poo uh, getting touted as being good because of it's their classic when labels and radio people will sign anyone or pay anyone attention vaguely associated with this kind of jazz scene in London. And some of the terrible jazz school overplaying noodling that I've heard out of this in the last uh, six months. Don't need any of that. So what you're saying is people should stay tuned to the Independent Music Podcast because it's good all stuff killer, no filler. But you know what it is. You know, like when it's like, you know, Libertines era indie in London, you know, there were some good bands. Bloody. And then suddenly the worst ba- any band that was like remotely tight jeans, fast chord indie was getting popular. And I- not sure any of that is strictly speaking good music. It's interesting. I was in. I lived in Liverpool when like the Coral became big, and there was a lot. There was sort of the scene around the Zanzibar Club in Liverpool, which is a really tiny little toilet venue, but was frequented by indie royalty like Noel Gallagher and people like that. And because the Coral got big, and then the Zootons did, and then it was just like all the other bands that were part of that sort of scene were sort of like just threw money at them, you know, <laughs> Delta Sonic. Um, essentially, I think it was Sony that bought Delta Sonic, which was the label that Coral were on and Zootons and all those bands were on. And I think it's just throw money at that. <laughs> a lot of bad music. But it was a great a great time to be around it. Absolutely. It always is. It, it always is. Um, yeah, it was exciting when you sort of a scene that you're vaguely there for uh, start blowing up. All right, something a bit, uh, something, some hip hop now on the podcast. This is Debray featuring Doom, and this is Little Motherfuckers. When are they going to turn on the lights, Daddy? Right after dark, Amy. It'll light up the whole lawn. Will it light up the whole world, Daddy? Light up the whole world. 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 Ouch, what rhyme with gout? Wild ass, childish rappers, they need the time out. Wash their mouth out with brawlers for showing out for sponsors. No doubt, scouts honor, cut off allowances and take away their toys. You think that's harsh, it's even worse for the boys. Whoop that ass in front of your friends. 
drag them by the airload Like don't do it again Now get to them chores or else you can't hit the blunt for a month Then you grounded, no outside, no out front Grown folks is talking, don't even mumble Watch them run away from home and come back humble It's too much sugar, start to hide back Scheming on a snack, look like someone needs a nap Real MCs, fuck that Whiny piss pot rappers and snotty nose club rats get slapped Off they monkey bars and this riddle ruckus As in on stage or lyrical mic, contrary to bias towards age or physical height, they need to go fly a kite bike to get high off life, like instead of playing games and sight bike. Slow down, buddy, or things could get ugly. Running behind Arnold like Chicken Chester Dudley, out here doing the darndest things, hysterical. How they got through the kindergarten is a miracle. Get back up in this house, a grandmama shout. Wandering through the hood in tight pajamas with their ass out. Strolling by, rolling eyes like hater. Facing fingers sticky and dirty from icky now ladies. Give them a mean look, that's my word. The belt is right here, be seen and not heard. Respect your elders, tell your sisters and brothers. The whole world's watching y'all's little mother. Daddy, light up the whole world. Ghostly International Records. Love a bit of doom. Yeah, Always. Three, three is uh, the name of the album. Three slash three. I must admit, I'm not familiar with the artist, but when I saw there's a new track featuring doom, that's enough to at least get me to check it out. And Ghostly is a label that I like a lot. And I was like, into that. Yeah, Ghostly, fantastic American label. Are they American or are they German? They're American. Yeah, so just one of those ones always putting up interesting stuff. And doom, oh man, like a friend of mine was uh, talking... Uh, a friend of well, friend of both of ours, who's coming to Primavera with me um, later in the year. Uh, that lineup got announced, and we were hanging out last night, and so we're talking about the lineup and stuff like that. And I was like, "Madlib is worth all of it. The chance to go see Madlib, like, don't care." Like, because <laughs> we were talking about this on the podcast a few weeks ago. How we missed. is he DJ? Or is it like with MCs? Or you're it, not sure? It doesn't it just has his name? It doesn't have DJ set yeah. or anything like that. I don't care. It's uh, seen him and performing, and and so today he messaged me and he was like, "Oh yeah, I've just been listening to Madlib on Spotify. Really getting into it. It's like, oh, Mad Villain. That record is amazing. It's like a modern classic. Hang on, you don't know Doom." Yeah. Now let me introduce Doom to you, and it was just like yeah. So they, he had a good day, um, <laughs> but no, Doom is just one of those people. Like I always go to the Nefarian Doom, which record, which I'll put on Facebook because no one will. Be JJ able to... Doom was a good one that we oh, played on the podcast. Yeah, back in the day. essentially all the stuff he's done on Lex Records is really good. It made me think when I was like prepping tracks for this show, I was like, I should see what Lex have been doing recently. Their latest album is with the other member of Fuck Buttons, um, so not Blank Mass, but the Andrew other Hung, chap. Yeah? yeah, that record is not a good record. It's, no, I mean, I know Andrew pretty well, but 
I haven't seen him in years. Uh, well, Andrew doesn't like me. He's the one in fuck buttons that doesn't like me because I openly slagged off fuck buttons. Yeah, I remember. Think, He's um, a sensitive man. It's like, come on, come on, Andy. No, you've got like thousands, tens of thousands, even hundreds of thousands of fans the world over. Just because Gareth doesn't like your band. It's okay. Up next for me, I'm going to play something from a label out of France uh, called Seven Dip Lab. Uh, not a label I'd heard of before. I can't even think how this actually came came to me. This track is just something I stumbled on. Uh, it's by an artist, a producer called Omar Dibongo. Um, it's, uh, I don't believe that's his real name. I <laughs> yeah. think his real name... I don't think that's his real Omar name. Omar Dibongo. I think his uh, actual name is Hugo Sogier. And yeah, he's got a 12-inch uh, called Niobium Beats. This track is the leader one from it. It's called Mystier 20.
go. Omar Dibongo, a track called Mr. 20. It's uh, taken from the album called Niobium Beats. Uh, I completely got it wrong. It's because I don't didn't I, I don't read. I didn't uh, read enough about the project. It's essentially it's a duo uh, called uh, Summer TK. Uh, is one of the chaps, and the other one is CC. I don't know either of them, but um, they're both uh, French uh, techno producers. Uh, CC actually is has released on Small But Hard, which are the oh. Brighton label of Simon Fowler and Associates. Brighton? Is it Brighton? So. Sort of, Simon lives in why London. Did, why did I say gave, Brighton, then? Uh, sort of London via Berlin, I would sort of say. Sort of. It's kind of Brighton's in the middle of those two. <laughs> <laughs> that, that works. Uh, I don't know why I had Brighton in my head then. But yeah, they... Um, so. F- fabulous, uh, sort of like a heavy, a sort of heavy hitting uh, techno label. Heavy, nasty electronics. Exactly sort of. the sort of stuff that I like a lot. Um, but yeah, the album is out now via Seven Dip Lab, a French label. Seven uh, Dip Lab Bandcamp dot com. If you want to pick up a copy of it. What's that writer called for the Quiet House and Gardner. Gardner. Is that right? Yep. Oh, that was a sort of semi guess. Nice. Um. Uh, Great journalist semi. chap, Noel Gardner, writes... So uh, if you start getting so I'll cut, I'll be going, <sighs> semi. <laughs> uh, cracking journalist man, Noel Gardner, writes a regular column for The Quiet House about interesting new music. And I was reading it, and he definitely put some interesting new music my way. This is an artist from Glasgow called Cucina Povera. Uh, that's not the, the, the artist, that's not her name, but it's the sort of project name. Cucina means kitchen. What does povera mean in Italian? You're fairly good at Italian. Povera. Apps, fairly good at Italian. That is... Uh, <laughs> high praise. That, that is high praise indeed for a man with a vocabulary of about 25. Well, <laughs> I, I, just, I just compare it to your English, which is just it is equally poor. That is fair. <laughs> um, and I thought it was absolutely magnificent. It's coming soon on Night School Records, and this track is called Hilja. Sirte that, my 
So beautiful. Really want to book her for a show. I've been trying to pronounce the name of the track since it started. I'm still no closer. Like, hoo hoo loo. <laughs> Something like that. So. Hoo hoo loo hoo. Exactly. <laughs> How does that sound? Um, uh, <laughs> I really tried that. I focused, I lined up, and when I said it, it like just, I don't know, just nothing dribbled out. It was, uh, yeah, that wasn't exactly how I intended it. That's literally what <laughs> my thought process has been for like the last two weeks. My head has just been making that farty sound at me. Cochita Provera, though, Provera is something I can't say. It's a welcome return to the Google Translate corner of the podcast, so I can say that it does mean poor kitchen. Fair. Like that seems a reasonable thing to call your uh, call your band. Yeah, that's uh, and really good. Um, yeah, it's, it was something that I'd seen uh, before when I was like playing records for uh, the podcast a couple of weeks back, and then never got round to listening to it. So it's nice to hear it and it be so good. Night School Records increasingly becoming an absolutely vital uh, UK label. Yeah, uh, the home of Happy Meals, amongst many others. Uh, no, did they release Divorce? They uh, what's yep, the, yeah, yeah. What's the band that yeah, it's Lower Slaughter? That's Box Records, isn't yeah. it? So so much good stuff. Um, I'm going to play a track from. So earlier I was talking about Shabaka Hutchins and the London jazz scene. Uh, one of the labels that's fairly prominent in said scene is On the Corner, uh, London label. This isn't particularly jazzy, but it definitely has its uh, hooks in that world. It's uh, by DJ Calab. 
Uh, someone who's collaborated a lot with Clap Clap and a few other people. Yeah, you've definitely played him on the podcast before, haven't you? Certainly have. Uh, he's got an EP on the corner called Zaire, and this is a title track. DJ Caleb Zaire from the Zaire EP, uh, released on On The Corner out right now. With that sound, and shocked it's not released by Blackacre. Yeah, it is a little bit. It's, uh, who've certainly released... Uh, they they release more clap-clap stuff, and that's where the Caleb stuff's come from there, but it's definitely in that mix. Blackacre actually haven't heard it much from this year. I mean, it is only February. <laughs> yeah. It has only been a couple of weeks. Yeah, but, you know, some of those... You know, you've got to get on the get got to get on the horse. See what's um, happening. So, in the uh, Google Translate uh, corner, do you want to? How would you give this a go, Gus? I don't know, how but would you, what, how would you pronounce this uh, this album for a start? Well, I'd say Le Très Goulet au Matin du Monde. Uh, Matin du Monde, I think, is Morning of World, something like that. 
I think. Monde. Monde is definitely world. What does tout de monde mean? like all of the world or something. It's literally the only... uh, the only word I'm a hundred percent confident on knowing what it is in that because I believe, from just looking at it, that it's French. This, uh, yeah, from Strasbourg in France. Okay, so le tre. I don't know what that word is. I don't even know how to pronounce it. So really. while you're looking this up, I will introduce this band. It is from Strasbourg, as I said, Zad Kokar and Les Combi Beas. Uh, thanks to Adam Reed from Bristol for sending this one along to me. This is from Petite Nature Recordings, a, a label that I don't believe I've recognised. Do you think we've played anything from them, Gus? No, not one I've recognised. It says here in the description, No Wave, Weird Dada, No Jazz, Alien, Proto Form Band. It sounds like sort of post-punk goodness to me. Sounds like my sort of thing. Do I know what it is? Yep. Uh, the Three Mouths in the Morning of the World. Cool. Hey, so I got, I got yeah, yeah. morning. Yeah, wow. So got got most of that, really. Uh, just going to play you the opening track from the album here.
saying something about Japanese art or possibly Jack the Ripper, but I think it's unlikely. I think it's speaking in French. Um, <laughs> but it is interesting. There must be a word for that. You know when a band sings in a language or an artist sings in a language that you are not aware, well, you're aware of the language, but you can't speak the language or understand it. And because it's music, you sort of sing along, <laughs> but you've got literally no idea what it is. It always sounds ridiculous when people who can't speak English are singing along to English artists and you hear that. And it, there must be a term for that. Oh, thing. absolutely. Who knows what it is? Please I remember tell I have, us. I have a really vivid memory. This is when I was, I don't know, years and years ago, I had an Italian girlfriend who was um, just learning English, really. And we were listening to Green Day Dookie, right, on like one headphone each. And she's a couple of years older than me. And this is an album she'd been listening to since she was a kid. So let's say I'm 16 and she's 18 or something. And and then suddenly while she's listening to it, like she realized that she understood it for like the first time. And it was oh, just wow. like, it was just like, it's like, it like, hang on, hang on. Like I, I know what he's saying. And it's like, I really remember the look on her face, like really, really vivid. Oh, it's like really, really discovering the whole album over again that's so sweet and he's like oh he's not singing anything interesting oh so much better i didn't know what he was saying because you know what it's like when it's like some music we listen to it in a foreign language you can like you know you just think that it's great music and he's like what's he saying well who cares it could be probably terrible lyrics but like doesn't matter yeah my um my ex uh, spent a summer following Radiohead around Europe. That's the kind of person she was and presumably still is. Um, and that was one of the highlights for her that I remember telling me about it. It was like all the people in different countries singing Radiohead songs at the top of their voice, like, but obviously <laughs> complete gibberish that they were singing. Yeah, I know what you mean. Uh, <laughs> that, that, is, that is pretty cool. But yeah, we are, well, not seeing radio, following Radiohead around Europe. I would like to see Radiohead again, though, that's for sure. Yeah, they're, they're all right. Um, I, there's this really weird record that sort of came to me. It's a bit more hip-hop for your ears. It's by a producer out of uh, Massachusetts, Boston, Massachusetts, called Stu Bangers. And yeah, he has his own label, as far as I'm aware, called Brutal Music. Uh, here's uh, some... Uh, track from his latest uh, Name Your Own Price uh, download. It's called Lonnie Thompson.
go to the production of Stu Bangers, the track called Lonnie Thompson, taken from the record the Bane Venom Instrumentals. It's uh, just on Bandcamp at brutalmusic.bandcamp.com. Not sure about the DJ name Stu Bangers. Oh, there you go. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's uh, not sure, but it's all about the music, man, and it was tasty. Yeah, really unusual sort of vocal sample in there, whatever that's from. Yeah, it reminds me of like the sort of finders keepers uh, stuff that they tend to dig out from back in the... Yeah, uh, maybe an Indian like sort of Hindi or Bollywood sort of sample in there. Uh, Exactly. Oh, thank you very much for listening. Nice to be back with you this week. I hope you enjoyed our full special. Um, I really hope you, Anthony Chalmers, have survived in this den of flu because it's still still not completely clear. I hope you're all right. I think I'm, I'm going to be fine. I'm, uh, I'm made of uh, stern stuff when it comes to getting ill. I get ill, as All I said, it. I get ill like 10 times less regularly than the average person. But when I do, I complain 10 times more. <laughs> you make up for it. <laughs> that's, my, that's my theory. Um, uh, if you enjoyed what you heard and you're a first-time listener, you can subscribe to us on iTunes, Pocket Casts, Acasts, Independent Music Podcast, independentmusicpodcast.net is our website independent music podcast on facebook uh nice reviews on itunes and we haven't said anything about that in ages but if you give us really nice reviews it bumps us up the charts and gets us uh, more listeners because of um i know that we've got loads of people who stably listen to the podcast and we love each and every one of you but it's always nice to bring all this music to new ears exactly so i'm going to leave you with a brand new band uh, being released on rocket recordings they're called mean it's uh, featuring a member of uh, the Horrors, Black Angels, the Earlies, and Elephant Stone. Um, the Earlies are one of like my favourite bands ever. Really? Ever, ever. I mean, they're a band whose like name I'm familiar with, but I don't know them very well at all. Well, they released one album, and uh, these were the Earlies on six, seven, nine, maybe like uh, one of those sort of major label affiliated rec- uh, labels. Way back, like at about the turn of the century, is well when I was still reading the enemy, and they gave it a ten out of ten review, mm-hmm. and then I got it, and it was just like I still love that record. They did then release a follow up, which was not quite as good. Also, they released it on vinyl as like three different ten inch releases. <laughs> I'm like, yeah, you don't need to hear yeah. that from our, our feeling about this again. But they, um, yeah, so. But then, because half the band were like in Manchester and half of them were in Austin, and it was like seven of them, so they didn't really, um, obviously didn't record much and didn't play much together. They actually reformed for a one-off gig in London at the Shacklewell Arms a few years ago, which I dragged my parents to. Is it some cathedral to. or something? Hmm? That's bizarre, the Shacklewell Arms. How was it? It was amazing. Because like, I was you like... you dragged your parents to it? I did, because they were down that weekend, and I was like, I'm going to this gig. I don't care what you do, but my parents are pr- pretty open to anything, really. So well, they care. Dad likes funky disco. Yeah, I think they enjoyed themselves. Well, nice. I'm gonna inspired to listen to some earlies now tomorrow. So here we are. I'm gonna leave you with some mean, and the track is called Black Habit. See you next week. Bye.